Let's Cover That podcast is brought to you by CMNF Group, professional liability services for over 200 healthcare professions. Visit our website at cmfgroup.com slash podcast for more info. Hey, everybody. It's Will Sullivan here with another episode of Let's Cover That with my co-host. Antonina Agruza. And today we have with us Lindsay Watson, the CEO and co-founder of Augment Therapy, who is also a physical therapist. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Same here. So Lindsay, you were named the most notable women in technology in 2019 through Crane's business. That's an amazing achievement. And we'd love to know about your background in physical therapy that led you up to that moment. Yeah, it's kind of a a fun award to get, uh, considering also that I truly am just a physical therapist and a physical therapist is how I began the journey. But really what led me to the technology forum is frustrations in my own practice. I've been practicing for over 20 years. I really uh, focused mostly on pediatrics. I would also do some adult care. And I was always feeling like I wasn't effectively reaching my patients. I would often crisscross uh, the county that I work in in Ohio, treat these patients one time a week, prescribe them exercise programs that they could do in their current classroom setting or at home uh, when I was working in peds. And invariably, nobody would ever do what I assigned them to do. And so my basis, they could make progress faster and then discharge out of therapy. That's really the ultimate goal for all therapists. And I felt like the only way I could possibly duplicate myself was through technology. So when I started to research the market, I recognized there was a real void in the market, particularly in pediatrics. I recognized that there was innovation kind of starting out, uh, integrating telehealth and gamification and remote monitoring. That was really what I was fascinated by, but none of the technology I saw in the market was actually led by clinicians. So uh, once I got over my own uh, misgivings and fears, I decided to just go for it and uh, start building a company that solved the problems I was experiencing. Yeah, so, so Lindsay, why don't, why don't you hop in there on just walking us through augment therapy, what it's doing now, you know, what's that gap that you feel like it's really filling, which seems to be the pediatric side of therapy, but kind of give us a little bit more in depth about what it is. Well, what augment therapy is, is on the surface, it looks like a video game. That's what the patients are supposed to think uh, when they see the software. And we just take those evidence-based exercises that everybody is always prescribed to do in physical and occupational therapy, and we drop a gaming environment around it. Uh, We couple that with a motion capture, computer vision type system, so we can collect data on the patient's movement while they feel they're just playing a video game. And we immerse that patient on the screen in front of them. So we give them this feeling of being pretty much in a virtual reality environment without virtual reality glasses or without wearable technology that's capturing data. And we give them a more engaging, exciting experience in their rehab. And then we add data on top of that. 
So what that really does is that enables anywhere, anytime access to true physical therapy exercise. And as a provider, it fills this incredible gap where whenever a patient's not with us, we really have no idea what's going on. So now with this technology, we can actually see what's driving and powering their recovery, uh, which more often than not is really a lack of exercise. Um, and so just being able to see that is incredibly powerful for a provider as well. Lindsay, how does a provider find you? Now, do you hire physical therapists that can then use augment therapy or can any physical therapist that works with pediatric or children, um, can they sign on to use your platform within their private practice? Yes, we sell to the providers that are already existing in the network. And we basically provide them the technology that allows them to scale and reach their patients and engage their patients better. So we do not employ any therapists in our system. Uh, we're simply tech enabling those providers already. So we sell into hospital enterprises, we sell into outpatient clinics, we sell into adult, subacute, long-term care facilities. Uh, we sell into the school settings as well. A lot of people don't realize that schools are a provider of these types of services, uh, just like any kid that uh, would uh, meet the needs for speech therapy. They also are provided occupational and physical therapy, and we make the experience better. Uh, so yes, they would seek us out uh, on our website and then start the process of acquiring our software to help them reach their patients more efficiently. And it's got, it's, this has to be a common question for you all, Lindsay, but with COVID and especially for peds, like just not having access over just a couple, the past two, three years or limitations has to have just exposed you know, this just massive issue of access and just a massive need. How is that complemented since you kind of triggered out um, with augment therapy? Well, when I started the company five years ago, you know, the premise of the company truly was on these three pillars of gamification, telehealth enablement, and remote monitoring enablement. Um, and it was designed to be able to be used in person in the clinical or hospital setting and then transcend to the home environment. Now, at the time, that was considered crazy fringe type of utilization of tech. I think at the time, 5% of rehab therapists were actually integrating technology for telehealth or for remote monitoring. Then bam, the pandemic hit, and it really made all these providers recognize that this model of where only the therapists come to us and or the patients come to us, we treat them, we bill them, uh, we send them home is incredibly inefficient. And the rehab industry pretty much initially shut down um, because we had no mechanism to treat our patients. And then we all, as therapists, turned to video conferencing tools like this that are really designed for uh, staff meetings and board meetings. And what we learned in that process is that it's great for a short period of time because it's very convenient, 
but it doesn't engage a patient long-term uh, to stick with the regimen. It's not exciting. It's boring. Um, and uh, we found there were a lot of problems with that, with even though it did help uh, increase, let's say, a patient's return to their therapy visits because they had a more convenient alternative, it didn't sustain it long period a lo over a long period of time. And uh, it really did shine a light on what the benefits of what we're building, um, that this kind of hybridized care option can be not only beneficial for the patients, but also for the providers and the outcomes that we're trying to get out of our patients. Is it, you know, kind of shifting, you know, out of the patient sector, but now looking for the providers, Lindsay? How does that look? You know, you say you have, you know, health system enterprises, hospital enterprises, outpatient, you gain the speech therapy, you know, um, needs where that kind of intersects as well. Um, how's the health insurance companies responded to that from a reimbursement standpoint, especially because it's not, you, you know, you have this hybrid methodology. Are, are you seeing a lot of support for it or it's making it easy for the providers to get this? implement it and make sure, you know, it continues to drive their business for scale? Yeah, we're seeing more support, but we need a lot more. <laughs> um, and really, so what, what kind of started this waterfall in a positive direction is CMS. Uh, Medicare announced these new remote therapeutic monitoring codes uh, in January of 2022, which were modeled off of remote patient monitoring, and they were really designed specifically for the rehab industry. So any kind of musculoskeletal metrics, um, uh, Medicare will reimburse for the monitoring of a patient's adherence to an exercise program, which is a pivotal piece to what we're doing in the rehab industry. Now, we're in the process right now of waiting for Medicaid to adopt those codes and private uh, reimbursement sources to adopt those codes as well. Uh, we think it's a very powerful and positive direction, though. And once these payers start reimbursing for these codes, it's a vital new uh, a revenue stream for these providers that are seeing their reimbursement rates cut. Um, but it's really positive, I think, it, truly for the patients, providers, and payers to adopt these types of codes because it really does reinforce all the way around what we're all trying to get at in healthcare, which is better outcomes and um, getting patients to be on board and buy into um, adhering to the important protocols that are prescribed by their providers. Lindsay, is there anything in particular you would like our listeners to know about augment therapy and the technology that you're pushing out? Yeah, I'd really like the listeners to know that even though we've started off as a pediatric solution uh, for these enterprise settings, that we have found that adults are equally engaged by what we're building. Uh, I think a lot of people kind of neglect to recognize that not only do we have shortcomings in how we deliver care, but the actual experience of care uh, for our patients that are going through physical and occupational therapy is uh, incredibly repetitive and boring. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of improvement that we can make to that. 
And our solution, we've found that if we simply change the avatars on the screen to an adult avatar, that it equally engages an adult just as well as it does a child. And we've purposely built the solution to work that way. Uh, we've made the games and exercises uh, very um, not too childlike. Uh, we kind of have a mantra within the company that we want to build sophisticated software that doesn't just um, have a bunny hopping on a screen and then call it a pediatric solution. We have sophisticated and original musical scores throughout the software. We're incorporating music therapy elements into the software. Um, and we really think this is the new frontier for how care can be rendered, where the provider is still at the apex of that delivery. We're not trying to innovate a provider out of the equation. We're trying to simplify um, their render of care and their journey and make it easier for them to continually to touch base with their patients over their care trajectory. Well, that's it, that's an interesting kind of segue because I, you, you have to, well, I, I just think of it as like when we came out and you're playing tennis and, you know, it's, right. you know, you're way, way too much exercise in your living room than you would ever suspect you would right. have. But you have to start thinking about even the aging out of people and more and more increase in dementia or Alzheimer's and just people going into group homes and especially through COVID wanting to kind of decentralize these large facilities. There has to be an opportunity to say, like you said, the music therapy and, you know, having a, a group of older memory care people who can be in a safe environment, but still get access to therapy because a lot of them physically are active long term. And it's just terrible for them to just sit in a facility and not have any activity. That has to be something that's just going to be game changing for them as well, like you're mentioning. Absolutely. And there's a ton of research that actually just came out that's really supporting physical activity for these older adults. And it is tied to the onset and trajectory of their dementia. Um, so there really is a lot of research that shows that just simple physical activity is incredibly important to keep in a patient's uh, protocol or prescribed regimen of uh, cocktails of medications. We need to keep exercise as a part of um, their prescriptive plan. Um, so yeah, we're excited to be a part of it. We're noticing, you know, for example, in this new installation at the subacute uh, rehab facility that um, we're helping to make exercise more exciting. We're taking out some of the pain that the therapist admittedly feels in trying to engage and motivate a patient. Um, and that really is our goal is to make the whole process of everything easier for everyone. Absolutely. And everything that you're doing sounds super exciting. I, I need some physical therapy in my shoulder and I kind of want to jump into your platform because it sounds so fun. But Lindsay, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for everything that you're doing. Really commend the work that you, you know, the, the niche that you've sought out and thank you again. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Lindsay. And that's another episode. Let's cover that everybody. <laughs>